dead than all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Happy Tuesday. Hope you're all doing well. Got some sunshine. I think maybe spring will finally break through. I'm hoping. Might be a little early. Who knows? I'm thinking of shaving my beard off after come springtime because, I don't know, it just keeps me warm. (laughs) So, everybody likes what I look like. Frankly, I think I look like some kind of crab fisherman from the East Coast. Put me in a slick and a and a cat or a captain's hat or something, and probably <laughs> ship me out on the tuna boat or something like that. So, I kind of want to talk about how to start up a start up a group after a hiatus, and we'll talk about that after this. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So, the Monday group, we've been having a hard time trying to get going again because after the holidays, it seems like either people had newborns that are sick or toddlers that are sick or they or the, the players were sick or something like that or had to work or whatever. And we just had a rum go of it. Let me put it that way. I think we had one game since the, after the new year. And it looks like we're going to be starting up again. Where do you start? I mean, I'm not talking about groups who just sort of fall apart because that it happens, you know, one reason or another. And you may have personnel changes. Nord knows we have. Game's just not in the Monday game anymore because of certain health issues. But that may change in the near future. Who knows? But we've got another player. He's doing okay. Hey, Sean. (laughs) But, you know... If you lay off a game for, I think, like, we've laid off since about, oh, I don't know, mid-November, more or less. We've had one game since. And I don't know where it's going. I mean, as far as regular people showing up regularly. So we're just going to play it by ear. But what do you do when you have a group of, say, you have a group that meets regular, and all of a sudden you have a like a three to six month hiatus for one reason or another. I mean, I used to take breaks too myself, especially if I was doing a show. I couldn't come to the game because I'd be rehearsing. So, you know, there's that, but that's just like one person. I'm talking about a whole group just falling apart for a while and coming back, trying to come back together. How do you handle it? Well, here's a few ways I'm thinking about it. First of all, if, you, if you're the GM, grab your GM book. You should have a GM book or some kind of thing or OneNote or some other electronic way for you to, to look up your old notes and find out where you guys left off. And you say, hey, Grognard, maybe I don't know where I left off. It's just, it's just notes that what we were doing. Well, then you've got to kind of approximate where you left off. Unless you left off with a big cliffhanger and... 
if I did that, I would make sure I wrote that down at the end of the notes. So there's that. But barring that, say you guys get together, hey, let's all, okay, everybody's free, let's go. So we all show up, and it's like, okay, last time, well, what were we doing? Remember what you were doing last time? No. You don't rely on the players to remember. You really shouldn't. I've had GMs do that before, and everybody goes, well, I don't remember what I was doing. That's a while ago. Now, even I've done that before, because I can't remember everything, as a player, I mean, because I can't remember everything. So it's up to the game master to remember. If they can help, great. If they can't, well, that's why I have to rely on your notes. And I'm not a fa- I'm not afraid to retcon stuff if I have to. I've retconned under other situations. It's rare, but I do it. And this is one of the situations where I would retcon, especially if we were in the like say in the middle or near the beginning of a scenario or a campaign that really didn't we've forgotten too much about it and it's been too long. And you just want to try something new. I would just retcon and say, okay, you guys are at the inn. You guys are at your, your home base, whatever. And just start anew. That's kind of the last resort thing. So I would make sure I take copious notes when I do play. And I'm the kind of person who will take some notes beforehand. I'd prep, then I'd run the game, and then the next day I'd think about it. And I'd sit down and go, okay, what do we do? Where do we got to go? Because I like to give, I like to sleep on it and then, and then do it. Because I'm usually a highlights person because I can remember the highlights of a game. And I can also end up what, ha- what the situation was before we broke for the night. And so I can sleep on it and come back and go, okay, that happened, that happened, that happened. This person is polymorphed into a duck. This person fell into the trap, and he's like down three-quarters hit points. This person is guest, so this is the this is this is the hand we're dealt. Let's see what I do, you know, see where I can go with this. If you're not running like a module or something, even if you're running a module, you gotta remember where they were last time. Anyway, so how would you proceed with that module or adventure after this? If you're writing all this stuff yourself, more power to you. That way it makes it a lot easier because you can start riffing off it. I love what I call riffing off the characters, which is you pay attention to what the characters are all about, what their likes, dislikes, and all those. You know all that crap they put in the fifth edition player's handbook in the front? What are your goals? Who are your friends? Da 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 da. This is the, the stuff I'm talking about. I don't like doing it in fifth edition because it locks you, you know, I don't want to have to think about that when I first start even though it might give you an advantage later on because that's the way it's it's kind of a it's kind of a carrot thing it's the carrot so but you know this is the kind of thing after you play it a while you start to understand what the the players are all about and where they're going and all this other stuff so then you say okay let's see this is where we are 6 months ago we're 6 months ago so we will deal with it from here on in, what do I want to do different? What do I want to do? How does the scenario change when they're like this? This person likes to do this. This person's goal is that. Then you start, you take where the players are at that moment and then take in their character, what they want, what they talk about, what they stand for, all that other. Mix that together and you can probably 
mixed with what you have for your notes for the adventure and the area they're in, and you can come up with, okay, it will proceed this way. And you will just, the first thing I do would be come up with some encounter, just one encounter that would deal with the problem at hand. I mean, I'm not saying I don't have anything planned later on that may or may not happen, situations I can throw throw characters into. If nothing else, roll on a roll on a random encounter chart. You know, just give it a random encounter and see what they do with it. That will tell you a whole... Random encounters can tell you a whole lot about the characters and a whole lot about what they're doing and where they want to go. So... If all else, to me, if all else fails, throw a random encounter in there. And you can roll it beforehand. There's nothing to say you can't. Just roll it beforehand. Okay, they're going to encounter this. Fine. Have the stats ready. Go. And the way they deal with it, the way they're doing it, see where they're going with that. If there's some piece of information that you have to impart with them to them for this situa- for this campaign to keep going, impart it then. That's a good time to do it when you do your first encounter. And sometimes these things just write themselves, you know? You know, you just think about all this, and they write themselves. So this is kind of what you have to deal with if you have a group that's broken up for, like, say, more than, say, three months, at least three months. This is the kind, And they still want to play together. This is the kind of thing you have to, to deal with, and there's some of the ideas where you can actually deal with it. All it takes is a little thought on your part, and a little thought on their part, and you have the game going again. So, that's my little suggestion for today. i got to go start my day. So, if you want to talk to me about this or anything, oldmangrognar.gmail.com. I've also put a voicemail on Anchor for me if you want to talk to me that way. And we are monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program, and I would thank you. Let me thank my supporters, Jonathan Dorje, Wendell Jessen, Oliver Shriek, Gilbert Sores. Juan Carlos Llewellyn, Daniel Reynolds, Dan Gregg, Benjamin Brodell, sorry, and John Allen Large. You guys are great. And don't forget to listen to Dan Gregg's The Young Y-U-N-G Grognard Podcast. And don't forget to listen to Mark C. Wallring's The Yawning Owlbear and Big John Allen Large's The Red Dice Diaries. Those last two are on Anchor. So until I see see you folks next time, keep the dice warm and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments, send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air.